You doing a couple shower, Dustin? I mean, it's not my choice. <laughs> uh, I don't think why, anything in that household is his choice. Why? Why? Why don't oh, you like? Oh damn! He's not damn. wrong. <laughs> oh, Dustin, you're getting ripped. We got to get off here. I'm just gonna I did, your I, this wasn't my decision. Like, I'm, it, I'm on Again, your guys' side. Is. I'm on your side. <laughs> Everyone out there, this I'm is, with you. Hey, if you don't stop it now, it's gonna be a rough, rough road to hoe for you, buddy. <laughs> He's got to fight pretty, back. Pretty Sorry, seriously, bro. like, Dustin, where are you going? Um, go in the bathroom. No, you're not. Now without my permission. <laughs> hey, uh, I think it's I'm, that I'm gonna, bad. Then we'll have to address uh, it. For sure. uh, I'm going to go cover practice. No, you're not. You didn't ask for. You didn't ask me. <laughs> hey, good thing practice happens while she's at work. So, freedom. <laughs> freedom. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Terrence Nan. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go Dose. Hey, what's up? This is Peter Ward, aka E Dub, in the house. So we're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go live, go Nose. Hi, this is Charlie Ward, and you're listening to Hear the Spear, go Nose. This is Terrell Fuckley. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. No Bloody. But perhaps better known as the greatest corner to ever step on a football field, Deion Primetime Sanders. Great Deion Sanders, my brother. What's going on, bro? man? I, I could wake up to that greedy every day, man. That was awesome. Hello, those fans. This is former Seminole Derek Brooks, and you're listening to Here's the Spear, presented to you by No Game Day. James Wilder Jr. What's going on, James? Thanks for having me on. SSOD, Florida State or Die, and go no. William Barnon Floyd. Gentlemen, what's up? What's happening, guys? This is Logan Robbins from, from Here This Fear, presented to you by NoelGames.com. <laughs> we are here on this wonderful, fantastic Wednesday. It's actually beautiful. It's been beautiful over a week here in Tallahassee, so it is actually gorgeous. But Florida State is still 0-4. We had our instant reaction on Saturday night to that, and we'll have another instant reaction on Saturday after Florida State faces Syracuse. This upcoming weekend at 3.30. We are live with Dustin Lewis, our lead writer and editor, along with Austin Beasy, our lead basketball writer. Things starting to kick into gear there for him. And then Travis Hunter, Stan, a.k.a. Nate Greer, is in the house recruiting insider for NoelGameDate.com. Gentlemen, we are back at it again. The energy isn't gone. Even though Florida State hasn't won a game, the energy is still here. We're bringing it. Content's flying through the presses. I don't know what's happening. So much stuff happening is going on right now. But gentlemen, how are we doing? Good evening. Doing great. First off, let's give a shout out to Austin for, you know, you missed the last podcast with kidney stones and, and now you're back battling through some tooth pain, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, just a, a true warrior here to talk about <laughs> the winless Seminoles. Got an uh, emergency dentist visit coming tomorrow. That should be fun. And yeah, Florida State's so bad they put me in the hospital for nine hours Saturday night and Sunday morning. So, you know, just it's dandy around here. Just love the it. All, all that matters is did you get the tour at all? I did get the tour at all. That was, that's yeah. the best my knees have felt since high school. That, that, that's all that matters, man. That, that stuff is magic. Yeah. On the bright side, I ended up not being a kidney stone, but the bad news is we don't know what it is. So, mm. fun times around here. Nate, how we doing? Are we feeling good? I feel... You know, COVID gone? Gone, gone? Feel feel back to normal? Um, I still have a time-to-time like chest congestion a little bit, but... I think that's with the mask and everything because we still have to wear them at work. But otherwise, you know, I'm feeling great. 
good. You know, so, you know, really loving Owen for life, you know, really celebrating <sighs> that right now. Ah, we'll go. It'll, it'll, hopefully there'll be a turn this upcoming weekend. As always, you can listen to this podcast on the show. If you're on YouTube, hit that like button. If you're on iTunes, also hit that subscribe button. Leave a review. Definitely appreciate it. Maybe a nice one. That'd be really nice, actually, if we have a five-star rating. And then uh, you can uh, subscribe on Spotify everywhere. Uh, but gentlemen, let's go ahead and get started. Let's give our last kind of final thoughts on Florida State versus Louisville. It's been a few days. Austin, I'll kind of let you go first since we didn't get to hear from you. What do you think about that game? Because that just, I was kind of in a different element now being up there in the box. I was like a little bit more weird. Well, maybe because I wasn't drinking or drunk and into the game. So that helps. But how do you feel about it? What was your reaction to that loss? I didn't get to watch a ton of it. I think I got home from work like six o'clock. So I got to watch like the fourth quarter. Um, I mean, it's, there we it's go. What Florida, it's there what Florida State is this year. It's let him know. You know. Let him know. At, for at the podcast people. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, State we're just interrupting. Yeah. Yeah. Florida State yeah. didn't give up, <laughs> give up except for Andrew Parchment on that last deep ball. Mm. Um, other than that, at least they fought back. They had every reason to just sit down, lie down, just let let him get rolled over. But they fought back. I, I really like the defense in the second half. They were able to keep Cunningham contained and. They finally got the run game going. Both Corbin and Ward look great. Um, I don't know how they'll do this week against a good Syracuse front, but uh, you know, th- there's some positives, but it's still a loss. It's absolutely a negative. Yeah, no. Overall, I I will say, looking back at the game and everything, the defensive side of the ball and them fixing that miscommunication helped a lot. That's something Brownlee talked about in the presser that they just all that communication was just gone in the first half and. That's something heading into this weekend they're going to have to fix. And the defense, overall, the whole team does, but the defense has got to get off the field early um, moving forward in the rest of the season because it was just just ugly, just dicing up and going to the flats. And we, we talked about it, Nate and Delu on the instant reaction. I mean, it was just nonstop and just easy to the flat routes. I mean, it was, it was nonstop, and that's how – they were giving up these third these thirds down – these third downs, if I can speak correctly. I'm not drunk, I promise, but – yeah, gentlemen, whatever y'all's thoughts too. Uh, I, like Austin, I, I like the, the second half fight, um, but at the same time, you know, just a, a, a lot, a lot more questions still coming out of that game. Uh, I did like Norval's press conference earlier in the week. He pretty much told everyone to you know, shut the fuck up and and be patient, which is, you know, you could tell he wanted to just cuss it out. But yeah, you no, know, I, I I I like to hear that. But at the same time, you know, you hear and 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 you you watch what Florida State's doing on the field, and it's just still mind numbing. You know, when, whenever Louisville needed to get a first down on third down, they went after the linebackers in the passing game, or um, the first half was just kind of I don't. I don't understand the difference between the, the tail of the, the two halves because that's the same team. What what switched for them? You know, how come they cannot still put a complete game together? But, you know, moving on, um, Florida State makes another quarterback look like a All-American candidate because this defense just couldn't get out of their own way in the first half. Um, nothing more to really say. Um, the, the play by parchment was disappointing. Because he was brought in to make that play at Florida State, and 
I'm not gonna say necessarily gave up on the play, but the the play was bad. That's all I really got on Louisville. Yeah, I definitely thought the the second half effort from the defense was encouraging. And I mean, man, you you definitely want to see that momentum, you know, carry into the game against Syracuse this weekend, particularly in the defensive backfield. I mean, you think about Jarvis Brownlee, he had a couple of big tackles late in that game and, and seemed pretty fired up. And now you're going into a matchup with a Syracuse team who doesn't really have a great quarterback um, in uh, what's his name, Garrett Schrader. He I think it was only 76 passing yards last week. So the main threat this week is going to be Sean Tucker in the backfield. I think if the defense can limit what Schrader is going to do, you know, we've all seen the run defense this season. It's been pretty solid outside of uh, that Wake Forest game where they kind of worked FSU with the RPO. So it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, looking ahead to it, we'll preview Syracuse fully, but that defensive line is going to have to get it after it again, and they've got a talented running back coming in. He's just a true – he's a freshman. So, I mean, they got to be prepared for the running game. Overall, I, I, I mean, going into now, we'll talk some practice observations since I and Noah have been at the last few of them. I think they're, the energy, there's been some kind of flip. At the last practice, Dustin was there too. I mean, it was it, it was just – not 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 so much energy. It was kind of guys weren't talking to one another. The coaches were still there with it, but it seems like there's they've hit a different switch this week. And that's something I noticed right away yesterday morning is that Norbell is fired up. He's a lot more one on one with guys. He's actually going over to I mean, he does this, but he's running everywhere and it's nonstop. And that's how most of the practices are, but he's just kind of taking it to a different notch. And it has actually worn off like Noah reported today it's worn off on the rest of the team it feels like and the guys are jumping around not lacking anywhere just kind of being there and you know being vocal and that's just something we didn't see really at all at least last Tuesday practice I asked Noah because you know I was with him yesterday morning and I asked him you know you talked you were able to see that practice last Wednesday how was that one and he said it was good but it wasn't anything like we're seeing this week and so that's something interesting, at least for me, if I'm, you know, looking into the game and making a, making a prediction later in the show, that's something I'm taking. Uh, I think that means a lot, at least, at least for this team, still buying in, listening to coach. And that's something you see there. There's not there's not a lot of lacking around. And I think that's a good thing that this team is still dialed in, believing in their coach and, and ready to rock. And willing to get better, too, because improvement is needed on both sides of the ball. And I think. Guys are even being put, like Nate, you talked about an in instant reaction, I believe. Guys are being put in positions to make plays, but they're not being done. I mean, Andrew Parchman talked about in the press conference after the game that he came to Florida State to make plays like that. That's why Florida State won him, and he didn't, and that was uh, – he, he wasn't happy with himself whatsoever, and he shouldn't be. Guys are being put in the right positions. You just got to make the got to make these plays. Yeah, it comes down to execution and and you know being disciplined, and you know, I I just really question how in game three you still have miscommunication issues. So you know, that that's got to get fixed. It like it, you know, it got fixed in the second half. You know, Fuller did adjust that defense. He spied Cunningham more. Um, I think getting Briggs back helped out a lot in that second half. So. You know, that's going to be the story uh, of this week is the health of Briggs and Lovett because they're going to 
they're going up against a really good running back. I know he's a freshman, but he's off to a great start. And, you know, this is almost like the same team playing each other, which we'll talk, you know, I'll talk about here in, in a little bit, my views of the game. But, you know, they're going to really need to have a full rotation at defensive line to, to contain Syracuse run game. Yeah, I agree. You're definitely going to need Fabian Lovett uh, back at lineup. I know um, he wasn't available to play for FSU last Saturday. So this is the game, you know, you're going to need that kind of effort that you had uh, against Notre Dame where you were allowed, I think it was 1.9 yards per carry or whatever. And for the season, you know, even even after the Wake Forest game, FSU's only given up 3.9 yards a carry. Like they've been – one thing that you can say about that defense is they've been solid more than not against the run game and they forced plenty of tackles for loss and things like that as well. So you got to feel good about your defensive front going into this. And I think maybe the game plan could, could, could end up being similar to what we saw of Notre Dame making Schrader have to pass kind of like what they did with Jack Cone. Obviously it didn't work out there, but we'll see this weekend. Yeah. And I know some people are questioning why, you know, Lundy's getting a lot of, a lot of reps, but that's because, you know, he's better than what's behind him um, with his run face. He's probably the best linebacker when it comes to the run game. And, you know, that's where where this game is going to be important. So I expect to see a lot of Lundy this weekend. Mm-hmm. I think Lundy will play a big factor. And I will say, at least on Tuesday's practice, I thought Stephen Dix, he got a lot of praise from the coaching staff and he was hitting the right gaps too and because they were running a lot of – a lot of uh, situations with obviously getting ready for Syracuse running game. And he was hitting the right gaps and um, coach Marv along with Fuller and Norbell were giving him a lot of praise. So it's good to see Steven Dix jr. Have a good week of practice too. If once he gets put into the rotation on Saturday and you'd like to see Steven Dix jr. You know, be, be a pivotal factor on that defense because he, he's got the physical mm-hmm. attributes, just some few things that, it's lacking holding them back, but you would like to have not only that, but have it for depth too. I mean, he's just, you want to have a more of experienced guy out there too. So I'd like to see if Lundy's good to go. You I mean, Lundy will be good to go, but if you need Steven Dix Jr. out there, then you have him. So, yeah, but Dix had a, yeah. he had an interception during practice to, uh, during practice today. And man, just how much could that linebacker unit use a guy like Emmett Rice right now? It'd be nice to have him come back at some point in the season. Yeah, no, that would be uh, that would be pretty nice. We'll see. We'll see if we'll get an update from the coaching staff on number one anytime soon on if we'll see him at Rice. But going to a little bit more of some practice notes today, Jordan Travis participating, uh, starting in some 11 on 11s, actually had some good balls uh, out there, scrambled a little bit, but had some really pretty balls deep from what Noah was reporting and that kind of brings up a question to me. What is kind of the game plan for Jordan Travis? If he's fully healthy right now, if he's fully healthy, what is he's the not game plan? This, but if he's fully health, if he's fully healthy, what would be the game plan for him? If you I mean you can't keep him off the field for the rest of the season, what are you going to do? I mean, I don't understand. He can't be more than a gadget guy. He hasn't proven anything to see to say he can be a full time quarterback. He he's still too boomer bust. Like we saw in the Notre Dame game, he's. It was either touchdown in two plays or three and out. He had a, he had a couple solid drives against Wake Forest, but he, he's still not executing more than he is executing. He, to me, he's got to be a gadget player where you can give him a handoff on a jet sweep and he has the option of throwing. It's got to be stuff like that where you can really catch the defense 
off guard, but he hasn't proven anything he, to say he's a full-time quarterback. And granted, Milton hasn't been great, but I'd still rather have Milton out there than Travis. Yeah, I think the coaching staff just, you know, they they don't they're not really sure what to do with either quarterback at this point. I mean, we've seen the constant uh, flip flopping throughout the first four games. Obviously, Milton got to play uh, the entirety of that game against Louisville, but how much was that due to Travis? You know, not really being available out there. So I'm interested to see what they do this week. Are they going to run with one signal caller throughout again, or are they going to switch it up? And it's going to be like the Wake Forest game where you have in and out, in and out. I mean, man, we'll see. Uh, my opinion hasn't changed. Um, you know, Florida State doesn't have a quarterback right now, so you, you just got to figure out what your game plan is and if you want to try to get the ball downfield and open up the passing game. I'm not sure Travis is a guy. Um, you know, Milton has shown that he's struggling getting the ball out too. So, you know, we talked about in the instant reaction you know, you can really tell the loss of velocity on his arm with the injury. Not that he had a great arm before, but, you know, it's definitely impacted him as a quarterback. And, and to, just uh, the aspect of him running, which is, which is where I think that Travis could help, is that, you know, Milton missed some, some plays chipping over grass. You know, let's just call it like it is. He, he did, and... You know, mm-hmm. if, if Travis has an opportunity, what you know what happens is that turn into a big play. Is it at least a first down? You ju- you don't know. Um, so, like Dustin, I I don't know what this team. I don't, I don't know if the coaches know what they want to do um, or what they really have, and, and, and that's why I think a lot of people are pining for for Duffy. I mean, I, well, Duffy in the future, but for for Purdy um, because he can do a little bit of both, and and I, I know. You, know, you don't want to throw him in there if he's not ready, and I get all that. And you know, you don't want him to come in and shine and possibly, you know, deter other quarterbacks from coming. I understand all that, but Force has got to win. And, and and if Purdy's a guy who can at least get you an opportunity to win, then he should start. But right now, Florida State has zero quarterbacks because the constant rotation. I'll say the same thing about Syracuse: is they went from Tommy DeVito, who's been their starter for what two years and started um, Garrett Schrader last week, the Mississippi State transfer, and he wasn't that great. So, you know, much like FSU, Syracuse is having a lot of problems at quarterback. Yeah, no, I don't like the whole rotation thing. If You've got to pick one. So I'm going back to Wake Forest game, and I absolutely hated what, at least for the first part, that they did with Jordan Travis and the kind of package. There. I mean, they were just relying on him to just take them down the field with about the same plays left and right. Take the snap run off to the left, take the snap, run up the middle and try to find any kind of hole that you can. And it didn't seem like he was fully even really healthy for that game. And then you're just relying on him to do that. And then you throw Milton in there and that wasn't working so well. So then you throw back in Jordan Travis. That just can't be the case. That's not going to work. But I do want to see if you are going to run with Milton for the rest of the season as starting quarterback, you can't leave. If, and if Jordan Travis is fully healthy, you can't leave him off the field. He was your leading rusher last season. And I think adding a tandem with him, You've got Deshaun Corbin, who's obviously having a great start to his season right now, averaging nine yards per carry. You're looking at Treshawn Ward, who uh, is is actually like blowing up. I mean, he, he is shifty, he's twitchy, and he makes plays out of nothing. And so having these guys, you know, those three out there helps quite a bit. I would like to have Jordan Travis out there more, though. 
if he's fully healthy. And they got to find a better game plan for him. Yeah, I mean, Florida State needs to find something to do with Travis. I agree because you know, say what you want to say about his his about him as a quarterback. You know, when you talk shit quarterback, there, there's things that to not like about it. But when you talk about him, like we said, I nauseam on this podcast. Um, you know, there's a lot to like about him as an athlete with the ball in his hand. So you have to figure out a way to, you know, to scheme him in, in, into the offense. And, you know, it's going to have to happen because Milton hasn't shown the ability to to run the ball. And teams are targeting on that. So, you know, Forsyth's in a pickle, man, because I, I don't think they really expected uh, Milton to struggle like he has in, in, in the passing game. Um, you know, he didn't look that like that in the spring game. I, I'll say that, but that's another another debate. But you no, know, they have a, a decision to make. So you go with one or the other, or you go with the young guy and see what happens. Yeah, and to your point, you know, Chubba Purdy, first time this season, uh, we saw him make an appearance on the depth chart on Monday, listed as a co backup with Jordan Travis to McKenzie Milton. So. You know, he's been getting more more reps during practices recently. He's looked pretty well. Coach Norvell has praised him um, in, in recent post-practice interviews. And I think they're excited about what he can bring. But, you know, obviously the goal coming into the season was to have either McKenzie Milton or Jordan Travis lead this offense. But I think, you know, the further you go, if you do lose this weekend, then, I mean, let's be honest, you're probably going to go into North Carolina and lose uh, next Saturday and be 0-6. I mean, at that point, it's pretty much a lost season you know, there's there's really no negative to throwing Chubba Purdy out there, let him get those reps, and potentially becoming the quarterback of the future. Mm-hmm. How, how do y'all think he looked last year when he played? As a freshman, but yeah. he had balls. I went. I mean, he had what three straight drops to mm-hmm. wide receivers. Yep. I like it because. He, he's a mix of kind of not, I mean, Jordan Travis and Milton, the abilities of being able to run, get out of the pocket fast, use his legs. But I think he's really good in rollouts. That's one thing that we've been able to see him in practice. He's really fast. He reads quickly. Um, but he's just still still a redshirt freshman. You know, that he's, he's going to make mistakes. That's what Norvell said. He's just will make mistakes. But, you know, just depends. I, I don't see them going anytime soon with him, I don't think, unless something – happens this weekend and it's some wild thing that he has to go in. But I still think of course, if it's Milton and Travis and they're healthy, there'll be them too, definitely going to North Carolina, but you know, started a big discussion the last couple of weeks. Well, when will we see Chubba Purdy go out there? Why not give him a chance if things aren't going so well at quarterback and you've got a main, you've got, you're maintaining your, your running game. You know, that's still something we need to talk about. Cause that needs to be churned up more a little bit. Definitely what Corbin doing his thing right now. So you can he can rely on that. When do you start seeing number twelve get out there more? Well, Florida State's not going to be able to run Ever. for three hundred a game because you know, as a couple other websites have pointed out this week, that you know, defense is starting to put nine in the box, so they're really daring Florida State to beat them through the passing game, which pretty much tells you none of these teams respect Florida State's athletes outside. So, you know, they're, the more that these guys stack the box, it's going to be harder to run the ball. Um, doesn't matter how, how good that Norvell, Dillingham, and Atkins can scheme the running game, which they can do really well. 
when when there's none in the box, it's gonna it's gonna be hard. So it's gonna come down to these guys outside got to make the plays. The quarterbacks got to get the ball to these guys, and, and until Florida State can consistently make plays outside and stretch the field, and you know make these teams pay for stacking the box, it, it's not gonna stop. Uh, Johnny's asking, will Boston College go in and upset Clemson this week? No, because it's not an upset. Boston College. (laughs) What'd you say? I said they will not upset him because it's not an upset. Boston College is winning that game. (laughs) Undefeated. Jaden Woodby's undefeated over there in Boston College. the, The more that we can see Clemson struggle, the better. Absolutely. Helps any way, shape, or form for Florida State. It's just it, like we it, can't take advantage of it. Like, yep. this, this would be a great time for us to start bouncing back, but here we are, 0-4. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's pretty um, eye-catching how how much they, they're struggling on, on offense. You know, for, for a team that's recruited so well, they just are really, really bad on offense right now. They have no continuity. They have nothing going on. Mm-hmm. Yep, and BC is a really good defense, so now, I, I think it's going to be a good game. You know, as much as I, I hate that program, I hate their head coach. You know, I, I'd be surprised if, you know, Boston College went in and beat Clemson. You know, coming off a, coming off a loss. You know, I, I think that they'll, they'll pull out. You know, some some BS in the end. DJ just got DJ has to show something he hasn't shown yet. Like he's got to prove he can do something because he yeah. he hasn't looked good. Just so, uh, any game. And, and this is like why I question, you know, Purdy some, you know, DJ went in there and, you know, lit up the world against Notre Dame last year and everyone's pegging him as, as, as the next up and coming, uh, really great quarterback. And then this year he's gar- he's garbage, man. Like he's bad. And, and I know people don't like that word garbage, but he's bad. So, you just don't know until you get these kids an opportunity to, to get in the game. So, and, and, and you know, this is DJ's team now at Clemson. So, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of it falls out that they don't have a really consistent run game. You know, they have probably one of the best wide receiver cores other than Alabama and Ohio State in, in the country. So, you know, why can't they put points on the board? Like, they're, they're worse than FSU. In terms of uh, of offense right now, which says a lot. Mm-hmm. I I'd love to see it. <laughs> I'm sure you're enjoying yourself. Absolutely. Going into you know recruiting too. Let's talk about this. Any kind of updates on the recruiting side of things? And we know we talked about uh, on the on the website talking about Omar Graham, linebacker, and Trevon Williams, defensive end, two current 2022 commits uh, at. I mean, Ed's after him, Ordron's after him. I mean, LSU's all after some of the catch right now. But any kind of any kind of things that y'all are hearing? I know you talked to uh, Parson in the 2023 class a little bit, Dustin, and you kind of got to talk to him during last week's last weekend's game. Any kind of updates from both of you guys and what you're hearing from some of the recruits? Yeah, I got to talk with uh, Omar Graham last week, the guy that we wrote the article on about LSU – offering and he told me you know right now he's fully locked in he believes in the coaching staff believes that they're going to get this thing back right and i was asking him about tribe 20 2022 and you know what he thinks 
about guys, you know, maybe potentially decommitting because of FSU's slow start. And he said the majority of the guys he's talked to are locked in. He thinks there could be maybe a couple guys that decommit, but he thinks the majority of the class will stay and sign with FSU. And, you know, I've talked to some other guys, um, Brian Courtney, Kanaya Charlton, you know, they're, they're both locked in. They're going to be signing in December and rolling in January. Um, I talked to Rodney Hill today. He told me, he said, there's nothing that can change my mind about Florida state. He said, he doesn't care if they go 0 and 12, he he's signing with Florida state. And, um, you know, he said the same, he said the same thing. He's like, he believes that they can keep this class together. And, you know, all these guys are locked in. They really love Florida state and what the coaching staff is doing. And, I, I think it really shows right now, you know, we're, we're four weeks into the season, you're 0 and 4 and you, you've got the number 10 class in the country, 18 commitments. I think it is. No one has backed off of their pledge yet. You're, you're starting to see a couple guys test the waters, visit schools. We'll see what happens. It is important for Florida state to get some success going on the field though. That'll definitely help things out. Uh, I, I've been chasing more uncommitted kids. I know, you know, Dustin's been really locking into the kids who are committed. Um, you know, I, I, honestly, there's still a lot of wait and see. You know, talking to a couple of high school coaches, you know, there's a lot of people who are, you know, 50-50. They're surprised that, you know, Florida State's off to the start they're at. And there's also people who, you know, are professors uh, uh, of knowing it all and that, you know, they knew this was going to happen. So it's going to come down to Florida State's got to win. Uh, they have to they have to get some W's or, or I'm not worried about LSU because, you know, they're, they got their own stuff going on. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that whole thing blows up there. Yeah. Um, you know, Florida State's going to have some decommitments. It's going to happen. Um, and, and, you know, FSU fans got to prepare for that. Um, it comes down to keeping Duffy, keeping Hunter, you know, keeping the core of the class. Like I talked about last week together, you know, they're still, you know, going after these guys hard. I know, I know they miss out on, Elijah Pritchett, um, you know, I don't know if you want to talk about that recruitment, but yeah, I was going to bring it up. The four state felt really good up until, you know, recently. Um, I know, we, you know, Dustin and I had different opinions in the discord. Um, you know, I, I, I went with what I felt just based off talking to a couple of people that Florida state still felt good despite the slow start. Um, but when you go own four man for a guy who clearly wants to win, um, no, that's the nail in the coffin. And, and you know, you, you you have to understand Florida State put a lot of effort in uh, Elijah Pritchett. And, you know, they were in a really good spot for a long time. Um, but they just weren't able to produce on the field. And that's why why he chose Alabama. So um, I, I think we've seen a little bit uh, of Florida State back off on some guys on the offensive line because they felt, good about Pritchett. So, you know, not, not, now they kind of go back to square one and, you know, they still need to fill that hole. They still need to bring in another guy for that slot. So it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds, but, you know, it, 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 if they look like crap for the rest of the year, you know, it, 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 it's, it's going to be a free for all. And, and, and this class will look completely different. So they, they, they have to string some success together. And yeah, I mean, it already is, it already is a free for all. You know, coaches are have been hitting up uh, Florida State commits. Going back to Graham, you know, he got the offer from LSU, obviously, but he told me after FSU's lost to Wake Forest, he got text messages from 
Penn State, Oregon, UCF. So, you know, coaches around the country are, are definitely paying attention to what's happening in Tallahassee right now. And, and they're trying to take advantage of it. And, you know, that's just that's the recruiting game. You know, it, it is what it is. But uh, going back to Pritchett, like you said, Nate, I, I truly believe that he was in line to commit to Florida State. And if they were three and one, even maybe two and two right now, I definitely think, you know, he might have pulled the trigger. But just the product on the field hasn't been good. And that's why I put in that prediction two weeks ago. I spoke to a source. Um, he said that FSU was third in Pritchett's uh, recruitment behind Alabama and Georgia. And that's exactly what transpired. Was it yesterday he committed? I think it was yesterday. But, yeah, that, he said that yesterday in his interview, Florida State finished third behind Georgia yeah. and Bama. And I think it was all due to the product on the field. Florida State's coaching staff did a terrific job in this recruitment. Yeah, they did about everything right until lean into the season. And just the product on the field hurt. And that, we we talked about this numerous times during the offseason. We said it's going to come – for a lot of these high-caliber guys, it's going to come to on-the-field stuff. And that's exactly – what happened? Yeah, so, you know, you look at the Notre Dame game, three guys committed. And, you know, not, now you got to wonder if those three guys, you know, made a commitment if, if all three of those guys will end up at Florida State. So, well, a silent commitment. We've seen yeah, how those go. I mean, look yeah, at Tony Mitchell. It's my, it, you know, it's my point. You know, it's my point. So, you know, yeah. It, my, my point is that FSU. Is shooting themselves in the foot off the field as well as on the field, so it's all correlated with each other. So I do yeah. think, you know, in my opinion, <laughs> as long as Travis Hunter stays in this class, which you know for for four weeks now he's been having to tell people that he's staying at Florida State and he's not talking to other schools, he's not busy anywhere, and all that. But <laughs> as long as Travis Hunter stays in this class, keeps being the leader that he has been, and you know plans to sign December. I think you keep 75, 80% of the guys that are committed because, I mean, they truly believe in him and mm -hmm. themselves that they're going to come in and change this program around. I think you you could lose some guys. And, you know, I think, you know, maybe Alou Bar or Trevion Williams, Sam McCall even, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, Travis Turner's not going anywhere, man. I, I, won't, I won't allow it. He cannot. I won't allow uh, it. <laughs> he's gonna. You're going up to Georgia. You gotta have chat with him. Yeah. Now that's the biggest recruiting tool right now for Florida State. Just under the coaching staff, really. I mean, he was. In, he was for every event, any kind of recruiting event. Travis Hunter was in town, so uh, he he's locked in and loaded. AJ Duffy is, <clears throat> and that's that's just how it's gonna be right now. And I know a lot of people are still worried. And like y'all said, there's there gonna be decommitments. That's just how it goes in a recruiting class, but. <clears throat> you got it. They still, I think for the majority of these still, they want to see improvement. And I think it's just going to take a little while in this, in this season mm -hmm. in, in order for it to happen. But at least Florida state does have NFL Knowles mm -hmm. to look at. I mean, I mean, look at this. I mean, absolutely having a great start to the season. Brian Burns is having a fantastic season thus far. Jalen Ramsey locked down crappy Tom Brady. So that was awesome. I didn't even hear like about Jalen Ramsey whatsoever that whole night. And usually if that's the case for a DB, a corner, then that's a fantastic game for him. Um, and Tom Brady got locked down by Jalen Ramsey. And then look at Jameis Winston. He bounces back and takes care of uh, – <clears throat> I'd love to act like I know who they played. They but played the Patriots. Oh, the Patriots, Patriots yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't care about the Patriots anymore. They're washed. And he, he got by with a little luck. 
a little luck. Oh yeah, yeah, the one throw that was hilarious. That was amazing. But there was, it was a free play though, because there was defensive yeah. holding, yeah. and so he went for I'm it. Hoping yeah, he knew that. That's why. Oh yeah, he did. It. Oh no. Oh, he did. Yeah, he definitely did. Oh. <laughs> do you, do you want to you want to talk about Big Ben's uh, uh, effort? Uh, I didn't. I didn't see that game. I I never didn't even see it. I didn't know we had a game this last weekend. We were getting think- fitted. Well, yeah, that's right. Game. That's right. That was my excuse. I didn't see it. I was. I'm getting ready for Dustin's wedding. I have wow. to get. Yeah. So like, it, 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 I didn't know the, what happened. Is that the code for back shaving? Uh, back getting shaving. Ready, getting ready for the wedding. I didn't. I didn't have to go back there to the, to the changing rooms with them. Uh, thankfully, I haven't checked on his back, but I'll give you an update on it. No, nah, man. And, I mean, you, you're talking. It. You're talking Super Bowl, and they look awful, man. <laughs> Who? Now Ben, oh Ben, uh, Big Ben. Steelers, uh, uh, I'm not worried, not worried whatsoever. I mean, look at Kansas City, bottom be. of their division too. Not even worried. Yeah, yeah, Kansas City's there because they turn the ball over a little bit too much, and and you know you, they're going to get themselves correct. But Mahomes you know, is they don't have fourth and passer rating. Yeah, like they'll be yeah, fine. They don't have a 47 year old quarterback who can't move in the pocket. So whatever, also NFL Knowles that played really well this last weekend. I'm trying to think of a few. Oh, how about Asante Snowden? Samuel? Asante Samuel Jr. How about that? We like that. Josh Sweat. Gabe Neighbors. Josh Sweat. Who, who up there, Dustin? Gabe Neighbors. Had Gabe a Neighbors. Catches. A couple catches. We'd love to see it. Staying on the team there. Uh, let's talk about staying two. Well, hey, Nate's. Yeah, we're staying on these other teams. Let's talk about also... 49ers pick up two former Knowles, Chris Thompson, along with Jack was Patrick. Congrats to them. We got to hang out with Chris a little bit at Kenny Shaw's camp. And he said, you know, I'm just kind of seeing what's going on. I mean, an NFL team wants me. I'm ready to rock whenever. That's a guy that is always going to stay in shape. And he's in a good spot. Like the, or San Francisco loves to run the ball. They love rotating their backs. He, he's in a good spot, especially he's a good third down back. Gives Jimmy G an option out of the backfield. Yeah, and Jack West Patrick too had a good uh, preseason with the Bengals, and a lot of people thought he'd made would have made that team, but now he gets a chance with the 49ers. So, and then now tonight, you know, you got the signing of Ryan Izzo going to Seattle. So, and Ryan Izzo, I mean, played pretty well for the Patriots. He I mean, played he, quite a bit. He did good for a seventh round pick. Yeah, I'm, that's I mean, what got, I'm saying. He's got 300 yards and a touchdown in, in four years, so he didn't light it up. But I mean, for a seventh round pick, you know, he's made it through four years. What else can you ask for? I I think that's a pretty solid career. Man, I, I'm down to go to Seattle. I mean, even Mario Edwards had a, a decent decent game. Yeah, Mario Edwards, but, PJ Williams yeah. got a pick too. Mm-hmm. Mario Williams had a, what like. Three or four tackles, a sack, a tackle for loss, quarterback hurry, pass the foot. I mean, he was everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, Devontae Freeman. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Freeman, not this last week, but the weekend before, I, I had a pretty decent game, too. Free, no, Freeman. He had two carries. Should have had more. Should have had more. He, he, he had, had that one long run. I will give him yeah, yeah. Yeah. He had, he had three last week for eight yards. Yeah, no. I, 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 I think the effectiveness of Freeman is over. That's why I said the weekend before A-holes. But, yeah, I mean, Darwin again, James, eight years for a running back, that's a pretty long career. I mean, oh, for sure. pretty damn good. He, 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 got, he got a second contract, so that's all that matters. PFF is ranking 
Derwin James is one of the top safeties in the, in the league too already. We're not surprised. Nate seems really shocked. I'm just mm. lying. I'm just playing with them. But yeah, Jameis is going to be facing the New York Giants this upcoming weekend. It's a dub. Yeah, that shouldn't last long. That, that shouldn't last too long. Uh, it's going to be like then, week one. Yeah, and then the Steelers are beating the Packers at 4.30 primetime. Uh-uh. Logo hits different. Uh, let's see. Let's move on now quickly to our next topic on here, and that's basketball real quick. VZ, give us the latest. Florida State just landed a forward with Tom House. That name sounds like an oatmeal company, but I didn't think it was real <laughs> when Dustin told me. I thought it looks like if I'm going to Publix to grab oatmeal, Tom House, that's what I'm going to grab. But Tom House picks Florida State 2022 recruit. How are we feeling about it? What what's going on here? Give us the latest because there's not a lot of not a lot of material on him. I think you would know the most. You are the best on the beat. His recruitment picked up pretty fast. Um, he went from Florida State didn't offer didn't have any interest, and then like like a week or two week or two ago, we're like, hey, keep an eye out on this guy. He was on campus this past weekend with Deontay Green, and then he he pulls the trigger, gets the offer from Coach Ham, pulls the trigger today, commits to Florida State. Right now, I know, I know the optics of an unranked guy committing are not the best, but he's a talented guy. You know, six six shoots the lights out of the ball, and, and he's pretty athletic for a six six white guy from Ohio. Um, I, I like it; I really do. You, <laughs> you, you get some shooting off the bench, and re- really, that's what Florida State's been wanting. You got to get these guys that can shoot. Uh, they shot forty percent from three in conference play last year. They want these guys that can just light up the net from the arc, um, and. and you know, as long as he's productive and is athletic, that's that's really all you need in, in Florida State system. I, I I think it's a solid pickup. But by the time he signs, he'll absolutely be ranked. He'll probably be a high three star if I had to guess. Something in the Devin Vassell range. Yeah, I know nothing about the guy except the the nickname House Money sounds amazing. Yeah, what yeah. were you laughing at? I was laughing at him saying he's athletic for a six foot six white guy from Ohio. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I, I mean, like he, he's. Not just athletic for a six six foot six white guy from Ohio. He's athletic. Florida hey, State's yeah. not going to take a guy. That's it was just guy. funny. Yeah, I hey, saw him throw down a couple dunks in the tape. I did watch. I want him to blow up, man. There's a lot of things you can do with house. Like, welcome to the house. Like, that's about all I got. So, house money, the, like I said. House other money. Big, other big news was Julian Phillips, five star, top fifteen prospect, released his top four today. It was Florida State, Tennessee, USC, and LSU. That's that's a recruitment that's going to come down to Florida State and Tennessee, I think. Um, really talented guy. He's a typical Florida State recruit, long and athletic, and can score from all three levels. He's exactly what you want. Um, as far as the decision date, you're, it's probably not going to be the next month or so. Um, it's probably going to be closer to when his high school season starts, if I had to guess. But Florida State really likes where they stand right now. They just went and saw him play. Um, I believe yesterday. So, yeah, still really involved in this yesterday. recruitment. Yeah, still really involved in this recruitment. They want him badly, um, both him and Dylan Mitchell, whose comment is on the screen. Um, th- those are two guys Florida State desperately, desperately wants. And as long as you get one of them, they'll be they'll be happy. But if they can get both, you're looking at a really good team next year. Yeah, I'm ready for that. I mean, it's been a little bit of a slow start to basketball recruiting compared to the last couple of seasons. You know, and especially, you know, now to land an unranked guy, I can see why fans would, you know, maybe be 
a little unhappy, but there's still some big fish that, that FSU is in the hunt for. And, and it's not like Tom House is unknown. Like he had offers from Georgia, Tulane, Ohio. Like he had some solid offers. Um, and keep in mind when Devin Vassell was coming out of high school, he had our offer, and then his next best offer was UNF. So like, I, I trust the staff with these kind of guys. If this is who they want to go after and think they can be a productive player, then I trust them in that evaluation. Same thing if you go back to Fiondu. His his only other offer when we offered him was Beanhamton. Like, just trust what? the staff. It was Beanhamton. It's this really small school. The hell is that? Exactly. <laughs> I trust the staff on these guys. If they believe they can develop, develop him, I have no reason to doubt them right now. Yeah, he's going to bring down the house. Yeah, Carol. You can't steal Carol's. Like Shouldn't put it here. up there. Shouldn't put it Car- up there. Carol says, bringing down the house with house. I like it. I like Carol's comment there. Good work. The podcast people couldn't see it. so The podcast people can't see. That's why I was going to describe it for them, for those so audio just, freaks. But now they know you just plagiarized, which is bad. I just stole that. But what about it? It's all, doesn't see my depend. writing. You got to trade, trademark it first. It's what matters. So, you Carol. See my writing. Uh, see you right. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah. I should see. Uh, you should just summarize. That's practically Dustin's college right there. Officer, who's you more wanna... who's more athletic, House or Wyatt Wilkes? House, like it's not even close. Like Wil- Wilkes can dunk. House is athletic. Like he mm-hmm. he actually is. Who do you think is the better prospect coming in? I think that's a better question because Wilkes was just about a top 100 recruit. Yeah, I think Wilkes was a was a better recruit, I think, because he had a little bit more all-around game where he could score from all three levels, at least in high school. Like, I remember when we worked him out um, on his visit, and he was – he had post moves. He, he had post fades. You know, he, he was able to score from all three levels. Um, I remember I remember walking away from his workout being really, really impressed. Um, we'll see with House. There, there's not a lot out. There right now i'm sure now that he's committed to an acc program he's gonna have a lot of film on him this year um and he's had chances like he, he was playing aau against jason gordman dylan mitchell like he was playing against these guys um so better athlete house better prospect wilkes the thing with wilkes is i think wilkes came in at the wrong time i think if he comes in like 2012 ish i think he's the perfect player for what florida state wants to do now that they moved to this Space and pace, you know, the really players, to the floor. you know, like I, I think he just got buried a little bit. Um, not to discredit him at all, mm-hmm. yeah, gentlemen. Let's uh let's get into some FSU versus Syracuse preview to end off the pod. We'll be giving our score predictions here in just a few moments, along with key players for the game. But first, initial thoughts for you guys heading into this weekend's game at 3 30. On Nickelodeon, I mean ACC Network. Um, I believe it is. Is it? It is ACC Network. I should know this. Yeah, it is. Yep, ACC Network. So yeah, Nickelodeon. Uh, how we feeling? What's the vibes? What are the vibes like after Noah and I were at practice? You know, throwing some scoop in there. A lot more energy this week. <clears throat> what are we feeling now? Jordan Travis may <clears throat> may be available. He wasn't available last weekend. He was dressed out. <clears throat> It wasn't warming up. I'm dying. Someone talk for me. Um, feeling, I guess I would say I'm feeling kind of 50 50 right now, you know, because we've seen the best is for, I've said it a couple of times, but we've seen the, the best of this Florida State team can play. We've seen the worst they can play. But like you said, Logan, I think it's encouraging to see 
that you know they haven't really they haven't put their heads down they haven't quit fighting they're still believing in the coaching staff's message and want to go out there this weekend and hopefully get that first dub against Syracuse um and you know like Nate said earlier I, I these teams they're very similar to one another um in which they both have strong running games they don't have great passing games and we're we're gonna see what happens it's it's a very interesting matchup and We'll talk about it more as we get into it. Yeah, and, and they're both really good against the run. They're both good after the quarterback. Um, so, I, I mean, this is – I think this is going to be a lower-scoring game. Um, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, this is going to be maybe a game where you see a lot of ball control from Syracuse, I think, with, with the way that that running back is, is playing right now. He's averaging 134 yards a game on 20 carries and almost two touchdowns uh, Two touchdowns a game, so averaging six point four six yards a rush. So, you know they've had a lot of success with him, um, and, and they have eighteen sacks on on defense, but eight of those were against Albany. So, again, you know you don't necessarily necessarily know what you got coming into this game, but we all know what we have at Florida State so far, and it's great that they're having a, a motivated practice this week, but. <laughs> stuff, stuff has to carry over, man. I, mean, I have no faith. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be blunt. I have no faith. that This team hasn't shown me anything. I don't give a damn about effort. I don't give a damn about practice. Show me something in the game. Like, I don't want to see fight when you're down 17. Show me fight when it's 0-0. Like, show us something. Like, we'll talk about it. These teams are similar. They're, they're, they both want to run the ball. At least Florida State should want to run the ball. And they both have good run defenses. Can we figure out something in the passing game to get stuff going downfield? Probably not, but we need to. That that's that's where they need to focus on. You know, the running backs are great, but I, I just don't know if they'll be able to get the chance. Yeah, you know, one thing that also kind of worries me a little bit too is, you know, you know Louisville, you know, was, was very productive getting to the quarterback after not not being a great sacking team. You know, they were okay, but they weren't great. But they got they put a lot of pressure on Milton. And you know, Syracuse is averaging four and a half sacks a game. So yeah, that's a concern of mine. And the fact that they're only giving up two point three yards per per rush and only eighty five yards rushing the game. It's gonna be really interesting to see if Florida State can, you know, have have, have sustained success in, in the running game. Cause, you know, a, a, as you've seen, that's really been What's made this offense move this year? And if they can't run the ball, this is it's gonna it's gonna not be not be a pretty game. Yeah, those offensive line uh, injuries are, are killing Florida State right now. I mean, obviously, Maurice mm-hmm. Smith hasn't been able to play since the first half against Notre Dame. Devontae Love Taylor has been banged up, and you know he suffered that late season leg injury last year. So you've got to wonder if he's a hundred percent back right now. Like you just said, Nate. Louisville got four sacks on Saturday. All four of those sacks were against uh, right tackle Robert Scott, who was returning after missing the game against Wake Forest. And, I mean, he's clearly not fully healthy right now and is just battling uh, uh, to be out there. And, you know, Florida State, they just they still don't have that established depth on the offensive line where you can have injuries to the starters and then have quality backups mm-hmm. behind them. That's why guys are having to play hurt right now, and that's why the product isn't looking great on the field. Yeah, and, and- – you know, before people jump all over Robert Scott, man, that guy gutted out that. Oh, game. he's he's yeah, he's bang, he's hurt. Yeah, he, you know, he can't. You know, he can't plant. 
So anything that's near any kind of a, 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 of a defensive end that can rush a passer, it's going to be a really tough game for 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 Scott. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, they're banged up across the whole entire offensive line. So, you know, they really need Marie Smith to come back. Um, and, and they just got to get healthy. You know, it'd be a perfect time for a bye week, but, you know, Two more weeks to go. Week, we're so. all we're we're limping our way towards the bye week. So you know, slowly but surely. Yep. The Need defense, it, man. Yeah, the defense has got to start off faster. I mean, you got to get off the field. Got to get the offense on there. Majority of the game. I mean, Florida State on third down. It's just what kind of like bad juju. What did what happened? I mean, obviously you had 2013 and 2014, mm-hmm. but 2013's defense. I mean. Oh my God! What you would do to go back? Uh, I, to I that. mean, talk about spoiled. Then doing yeah, friggin' I, uh, games on the whiteboard. <laughs> the third I, quarter. I'm, I'm tired of looking at the time of possession and seeing, you know, Florida State being out possessed two 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 to two to one. You know, mm-hmm. and they can't sustain drives, as Austin said, and they so, can't get off the field. The defense, you know, at one point gave up eight, eight and nine to third down to one of the worst teams in the country on third down. So, you know, what's going to keep FSU from not having those same troubles this week against a team that wants to pound it over and over and over? They run, I think, 38 times a game. So, you know, they're, they're going to be leaning on you for, for all four quarters. So you got to come out ready. Ready to to punch him back. Don't know. If, don't know if we'll see that yet. Mm-mm. Yeah, gotta have the fight, man. Just gotta have the fight. What do you think has been most impressive? On well, not impressive, I should say. But I'm gonna do a complete opposite here. Who needs to improve the most on both offense and defense? We've been four games Everybody. in. Well, Austin's <laughs> gonna go with the easy answer. Um, I'll no. go with. I'll I feel go, like you and I might be the same one on defense. I'll go with uh, on defense. I'll go with Amari Gaynor. Mm. Um, Florida State Different. just needs better linebacker play. Um, you, you can choose almost any defensive back and, and, and have an answer there, but you know I, I'm looking at you know Florida State want to play a four-two-five against teams that are spread and. You know, you don't have an answer against teams that can kill you in the middle. You know, you don't have a, a, a legitimate guy who can consistently cover. You know, Lundy, Lundy's not a guy that can cover all the time. Dix isn't. You know, you expect Gaynor, all the athleticism he has, just hasn't been able to get over the hump, you know. You know, Really, we haven't seen him be an explosive football player since he was a freshman as a pass rusher. So is that where he needs to be? I don't know. But you know, Florida State needs to find something at that second level. And the teams are going to continue just to pick and choose whenever they want to exploit that area. Um, offensively, you know, I, I would say, you know, Florida State needs, you know, better play from, from – I, 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 I'll go with – there's a lot of options here too. Um, I, I'll go with Parchment, man. You know, Florida State needs someone to step up 
and be a big time threat at wide receiver. You know, they need someone that can stretch the field on, on a consistent basis. Even if it even if it's something that's incomplete, you know, you gotta have at least have that threat that you, you can make a big play and Forest State really hasn't. And and, and, and you, you watch the opportunity that he had last Saturday and, and the way he just played the ball and it, it, it was bad. It was just bad in a lot of ways. And, and you know, Forest State needs that threat outside and who's gonna step up. I was going to say parchment too on offense. Since you took that one, I'll take another receiver in Keyshawn Helton. I mean, that, that drop against Jacksonville State just stands out so vividly. Um, it, with, with his experience, he, you got to hope he can catch a ball. And hey, he's just had too many drops. He's had too many inconsistencies with not getting open. Florida, like, like Nate said, Florida State's got to have someone that can create in the passing game. And, and when they're not getting open, when they're not catching, it really hinders this offense and just continues to egg the defense into putting eight people in the box, nine people in the box, continuing to stop the run. On defense, uh, again, like Nate said, you can go with almost any DB. I'll go with Travis J. Um, supreme athlete. His athleticism is off the charts, but he's one of those guys that he's in position to make the play and just doesn't make it, whether it's, whether it's a deep ball and he's just not playing the ball right whether it's, you know, in the run game, missing a tackle. He's got too much talent to continue missing these plays. Um, Florida State really hoped he could be their number one corner. He just hasn't been it. And, and I'm really kind of disappointed in just to follow up and piggyback off Austin real quick before, you know, I think Dustin will be next. But, you know, Keyshawn Houghton as a punt returner has been mega disappointing. I know, I, I know they made that switch. In game two, and you know he made a couple plays, but you know he had two massive gaffes against Louisville that cost FSU a lot of yards. You know, the, letting that punk over his head, just misjudging it, and then catching it on the six-yard line when that ball was clearly going to go in the end zone um, on that last drive. So Florida State had to start at the six-yard line. Just two, just boneheaded plays, and that they're just boneheaded plays. So you know, it's disappointing that Florida State continues to not have anything in the return game. You know, you, you put Helton back there who you think, you know, has enough shiftiness and, you know, has he has the braveness to be a part returner. And you have to have some balls to be a part returner. But yeah, that last week was just really bad. Just to yep. piggyback off, off Helton's play so far this year. After having yeah, a Yeah, I mean, ball, you know, with all the other issues that this team has had, the special teams has kind of floated on by, you know, and Nate, like you said, the punt returning ha- has been pretty bad. You look at kickoff returns. I mean, you've got two speedsters back there and Corey Wren, Travis J, Ja'Kai Douglas getting some reps and they can just, they can never make anything happen because the blocking is, is just normally pretty. I mean, I, I don't want to just say flat out terrible, but it, it's been pretty poor so far. I mean, I think there's, the, the most FSU's return to kickoff to is like the 37, the 38-yard line in four games with the kind of speed you got back there. It's kind of you ridiculous. And, yeah. And, Corey, you know, you've got, return. you've got a kicker who struggles in in a, with clutch kicks and has missed an extra point. The punter is pretty good. I'll, I'll give you that. Punter's but then you're also, making, you're, yeah, you're yeah. also making other miscues, like going after punts and roughing the kicker and 
all kinds of things. So it's kind of been a disaster when, you know, coming in, that was an area that Mike Norvell harped on was, was having an elite special teams unit. That hasn't happened this year for sure. Agreed. I think that's a pretty good, pretty good stuff to note on now that we're third into the season. It's crazy, man. Time, time is flying by, but now the real fun, now the real fun is going to start beginning here. Let's, uh, let's see, let's figure out key players for this game. And then we'll get into score predictions to finish off this evening. Key players for Florida state versus Syracuse on offense, defense, or just whoever you kind of want to name will be huge for this game. I think probably for the running game, there'll be a few linebackers named, but run game defense, who do you think is going to have to play a pivotal part in this game for Florida state to come away with their first one? You're at home again, and then you'll be going on the road to Chapel Hill. Uh, you're you're really wanting to have a win right now because after this week, I mean, you could you most likely will be zero and six if you don't get this win this upcoming weekend. For me, it starts with the defensive tackles. You know, Fabian Lovett, Robert Cooper, Dennis Briggs. Even gotta have Lovett back. Yeah. yeah, if he plays, you know, it mm-hmm. really comes down to them when you're going against a run heavy team. You know, forcing pressure up the middle, eating up blocks for the linebackers to hopefully make some plays. It starts there. I think the the ends have been great in, in run defense. Both Kira Thomas and Jermaine Johnson, they've been fantastic. D tackles got to continue getting pressure, for, forcing forcing double blocks, letting these linebackers run free. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say Robert Cooper as well because you know he was a guy that stood out to me against Louisville. It that I thought it was his best game of the season by far. There was a couple times where he was just able to go straight through his man and bring down the running back for a tackle for loss. And that's the kind of effort you're going to need this weekend. And, you know, hopefully the guys behind him like Jared Jackson can, can also uh, contribute this weekend and off the defensive end, like you said, Austin, you, you've just got a couple monsters over there and Jermaine Johnson, Keir Thomas, even Marcus Cushney, Derek McClendon, Kushan Fuller. I mean, you've got a deep defensive line and you're going to need to show that against Syracuse if you want to shut down their running game. Uh, you know the cheerleaders. Nah, I mean you know, I, offensively, I think that you know, I, I think that you gotta you gotta have a a good game from 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 the everywhere. It's really the answer. <laughs> you know, let's be honest. You know, it, it, it's hard to sit here and pinpoint someone that's got to have a great game, but. You know, I, I I just say you have to have better overall play at the tackle position because you know it, it was a turnstile last week. I know the guys are banged up, uh, and that plays a plays a part, man. It just it, it does. But you know, Florida State's going to have to run the ball really well because a a front four that's going to get it, you know they're going to come after them, and, and this team's got to respond. So, and, and like we said earlier, you know, Florida State's going to have to make some plays through the air. So, can they get enough time, you know, just to make that happen? Um, you know, defensively, I'm going to go with with DJ Lundy. Um, you know, he's been really good this year in the, in the run game. He's going to have to have a big game. He's going to have to really, you know, plug plug those holes and you know m- make that that running back really really earn those yards. So, and I think that's where where I'll go. You know, the defense has to just nut up, and we're really we're we're just kind of just. Beating around the horse here, 
and everyone's got to do better. Austin had the answer initially, but when you look at specifically who needs to play better, you know, I, I think all those answers are, are, are legitimate. You know, the coaches got to be better. You know, the special teams have been atrocious. Can we can we return the punt, pass the twenty on a consistent basis, and get some good field position? Can can Rafa Shield make a college kick? You know, can can, can we return the punt? You know, there's just so many. Wow, ah, damn it! You know, irritating things. Very yeah. irritating things. Young team, young yeah. team, but but in, but in the right positions for majority of times. Just got to make the plays. Got to make the plays. Uh, let's jump into some score predictions. Before we do that, let's give some love to our sponsor, Hobbit. American Grill, the best place in town for wings, burgers, definitely before games. Even if you're over here on my side of town, kind of midtown, you can go dip over to the south side. It's a little bit to their Capital Circle uh, location, too. But best wings in town. Garnet and Gold wings are the are second best. The Carolina Golds, though, oh, absolutely amazing, delicious. Make sure you ask for extra wet, extra crispy. And then also you can call ahead. They'll set up a booth for you, too, or a table of how many people, and they'll put on the game, exact game that you're looking for, even if you're pulling for, you know, even pro, but also if there's any rivalry. I mean, they they have a Penn State group that comes in and watches games every weekend. So uh, definitely go over to Hobbit, show them some love, definitely before games, too, and afterwards, too. They're, most, they're usually open after games, definitely this weekend after FSU versus Syracuse. Go give them some love. They're awesome. They treat us amazingly. So go show them some love. Gentlemen, let's get to it. Let the fun begin. Nate, what are you at right now? Two and two? Are you one and three? You're not one and three, right? I don't care what I'm at. He's one and three, yeah. Yeah. I told you I'm picking four or six in every game. That's just a way to save yourself. That's just a way to save yourself. I don't care. And then after he blew the one prediction, was that which one? The Wake Forest? Uh, it was Wake, yeah. Yeah, it was Wake, and you're like, I think <laughs> Florida State's gonna good. And then you're like, yeah, no. That's because you all ain't got no balls. Whoa, no, hold I, just, on. No, I just prefer good. being right. That's that's more where this is Dang. going. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Uh let's and if you're in the chat right now, throw in your score predictions. It's time. Score predictions. We need them in. ASAP. These are unbiased predictions. So, yep, these, these are unbiased. Can't just these pick are... four to say it every week. That's Dustin's not realistic. Throwing, Dustin's throwing shade at you, Nate. Do you want to have a I'm not throwing back shade? At I'm just. Uh, he's talking directly to you. Actually, it's a good way to get your record to go the the opposite way that you want it to go. I couldn't care less. No, Bobby's no. got a little interesting question here: Toa Philly uh, kick return or punt return? He was awesome at it in high school. He was really good as a return man in high school. Um, you know, that'd, that'd be a good option. You know, you don't have to be a blazer to, to be a return man. You got to be able to 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 hit the hole and go. You, you, you got to go because those yeah. holes aren't open very long. So you, you got to hit it. And, and you know, they're, they're too busy back there dancing. So too much dancing. Dancing with the stars, but there's not really any stars we're dancing with, just L's. Uh, let's go. Let's get it going here. What do we got? Who wants to? Nate, do you want to just go ahead and say that Florida State's winning this? Yeah, man. I got 
I got Syracuse. <laughs> I, I got Syracuse uh, twenty-three, FSU twenty-one. Okay. Okay. I now Dilu, now talk to me real quick. You were saying in the Discord, were you all talking a bag of chips, or were you just saying, you know, the practices, all this energy is making I me feel leaning, good? I said I was leaning towards it. That doesn't mean I'm gonna. I'm not uh, doing it. I'm not. Doing oh it. dang! Wow. Okay, interesting. You then you go right ahead. He was talking in the Discord. If you guys are in the, you got to get in the Discord. See Dustin tease us, but not even do it. I mean, look, I, I think it's going to be clickbait game through throughout. <laughs> you know, I think probably Sean Tucker is going to have a pretty good game, but Florida State defense is going to make some plays as well. I'm just not confident in this team playing a full sixty minutes. You know, I I, I said it last week. I, I predict based off what I've seen. And, and from what I've seen, Florida State isn't a consistent team through four quarters. They're they're not very good on offense. They've, they ha- they're tied for the most turnovers in the country right now. And, you know, the defense, it's not good on third down. The, def- the defensive backs get burned way too often in man-on-man coverage. So I just don't feel comfortable picking FSU to win. I'm going to go Syracuse 28, FSU 24. Ooh. Close. Close, close like that. Next Ooh, week won't be close. Dang, depressing. Come on. Austin, get us get us optimistic. You got an FSU nope. basketball commit today. Come on, get us in a good mood. As as I said earlier, I have no faith in this team. I'd rather talk about this fire jacket that I got from Garden and Gold than I would rather talk hey, about this game. G&G, G&G. Um, hey, it's gas, it's gas. I, I have no faith. Zero faith at all. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. I, I, I don't care how good they look to practice. I really don't. I don't care about the energy. I don't Ooh. care that they had a good second half last week. Show me something. Prove me wrong. As I will continue to put in my articles, I will not pick Florida State to win a game until they win a game. Uh, I've got oh, wow. Syracuse. I've got Syracuse 27, Florida State 17. So wow. if I'm if I'm speeding ahead, because I know you're not gonna pick Florida State to beat North Carolina. You're still going to predict UMass to beat Florida the State, Austin? The Walt Bells will beat Florida State in Tallahassee. It's going to happen. Wow. Austin, look, look Nate is like... <laughs> Prove me wrong, Florida State, please. I'm begging. If FSU doesn't win this week, I'm picking UMass. <laughs> I, I, I really I really need... Um, I really need Florida State basketball to suck again so FSU football hey, can get back to, 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 the, to the rightful spot. 42 days. We're, we're, we're getting there. Six weeks. They're probably going to have the best season ever. Nate, you'll be screwed. Nah, I, oh, I, I would man. Love, I'd love Leonard to win, to win a national championship. It'd be great, great to see. Do it now. Do it this year, and then that, that'll be good. Then we're good I, to rock. I, I, then I think, Florida State I, football is up next. I, right? I, I think I think COVID robbed him of his best opportunity. So This is a great way of doing our score prediction. Sylvester is saying FSU 31-21 FSU. <laughs> So, you just kind of predict Florida State playing. FSU wins no matter what. FSU's winning this game, Sylvester says. So, that's a great score prediction there. Nice. Nice. Oh, this one's tough, man. On the Mark Rogers show. Oh, man. I don't know. I I like what I got from the two practices. I'm the complete opposite from Austin. I like that Norvell was fired up in the press conference. We're talking about practice. You're a fool. Yes. 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 I might be a fool, but. Watch me. Uh, I was gonna try to say some phrase, but I don't have anything good. Are you but pick Florida State. I am picking Florida State this weekend. I think Florida State will have its first win. I have a. I was. 
I said last weekend I had a really close score and I was really close to it. This week I feel even better. I've got Florida State winning this game 31 to 28. This will be Florida State's first win. They'll go into North Carolina with some good momentum. I don't think they'll be winning that game, but I do think overall the practices and if Jordan Travis is available, I think that's the best guy that gets you down the field along with Deshaun Corbin right now. Um, and we'll see if the defense, I think them having that momentum and them seeing, hey, this on film works. This is what really works in the second half. How about I listen to the staff a little bit more and be put myself in the right position? I'm hoping that swings over to this upcoming week. But I've I've absolutely loved the I seeing the energy from the practices is good enough for me. Hey, well, the chat a whole a whole one eighty right. from last week, a whole one eighty from last week, and that's why I predicted Florida State to lose. I'm all about the energy, baby. It's gonna be the chat is you, Logan. The chat is with me, and Nate. Nate's with me. We're we're holding hands. Nate, Nate picked Syracuse. <laughs> No, he picked. He, picked no, he said, he said 23 21 Syracuse. <laughs> what? I'm by myself? No. Oh, I, I, no. 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 I, I nope. said 31. Florida State, Florida State 31. Yeah. It sounded like you said 21. It sounded, I, I, I heard 23 21. I heard 23 no. 21. No, 31 23 FSU. Man, we're going to have to play that back. Yeah, play it back. Yeah, review the tape. I don't know about Logan. this. Spin that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, but I don't know what I'm even saying. <laughs> I'm losing it, dude. I had like five hours of sleep. I don't know. I did not want to hear it. I did not want to hear it. What are you talking about? I was in the hospital for nine hours Saturday night. Uh, I don't want to hear it. It's Wednesday. What are we doing? Yeah. You're and then my what are we freaking tooth woke me up at three in the morning. So yeah. Stop drinking all that damn chocolate I've milk been and drinking stuff. Drinking nothing but water. You just want more Toradol. I, that's what that's exactly hey, i'll take it <laughs> that, that stuff is heavy bro he doesn't drink so this is what he's got he's gonna have to go to the pills nah 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 <laughs> this is not good we're heading in the wrong direction you gotta get the tortoise shot please? you gotta get the tortoise shot i got the, IV. I got the oh, IV. oh yeah isn't it great it, it was awesome they're like oh, hey you're gonna hook you up with iv with this and then we gotta inject something for the cat scan I'm like sure go ahead Ooh, dang yeah so pretty good logan what you up are, you are by yourself. I have Syracuse winning this game. What? Man, I knew. Yeah, tw- what? 20, 20, 23 21, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, man. I knew Wait, I you're changing it. What now you're changing I knew I wasn't hearing things. Yeah, you want to leave me by myself? <laughs> you to back, oh. man. I, I, I'm going to be I, by I, myself. I just can't, man. I can't. You know, this is, you know, th- this team, like, I, I just think they're going to have an issue running the ball and they just can't. They can't push through adversity on a consistent basis, so I hate it. Man, this is this is tough. I gotta say, I'm a little well about myself here. I'm not used to stringing along all on my own here. And by no means, I'll be, it, it, I won't have the worst. That's the thing. At least I'll be in the medium here. So. And by by no means, is Syracuse a good team? Like, yeah. you know, we we know four is not, but they're three and one, but they beat Albany. You know, that's their big W. That's where they got a lot of their stats from. You know, Rutgers beat them. You know, they beat Liberty, who's not as good as they are last year. You know, they're still, still a good team. Yeah, yeah, they still have a really good quarterback. Um, they were able to pull that win off. Um, you know, you know, it's going to come down to Florida State can, on a continue, can, can stop this running back, and we'll see. I, I, I just don't have a great feeling about this game. <sighs> 
Bobby said, I need my dog Nate to talk more. Little buddy is funny. You're little, by the way. <laughs> don't, don't don't egg him on. He talks enough. Yeah, yeah, don't. Don't don't. We have him in group chats, like eight of them. So let's just keep it. I should have hid that anyways. Uh, uh so no no comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We gotta mute him now. Uh so all right, here we go. So I'm going solo. Dustin, Austin, and Nate have Syracuse. I have FSC this upcoming weekend. So I think that's gonna wrap everything up. I will say I'm looking forward to Dustin not being with me in the press box so he doesn't steal my cookies and my Chick-fil-A. So thank God. I was worried about they might have a different press meal. I'll let you know when I get the email. Ooh. Yeah, no, that would be nice. I'll send you good. a I might send you a pair. I hope it's barbecue and you'll be so ticked off. Well, I'll be it. Couple shower. Yeah. yeah. Dustin will be at couple <laughs> shower this weekend, Nate. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, no, it's couple shower this weekend. If Florida State wins, I won't watch another game the rest of the season. Oh, wait, you, are we writing, are we writing that down? <laughs> no, wow. no. I, I can't wait. watch anyway, so this, I mean. We, we need to address this. Austin's predicting shower. Florida State to get uh, – I right. right, go ahead. Yeah, work. Sorry. I mean, it's not my choice. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think why, anything in that household's his choice. Why? 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 Oh, you like... oh damn! He's not damn. wrong. <laughs> oh, you should have seen us getting fitted for stuff. Uh, are, are you guys doing a, a a joint bachelor bachelorette party too? No, a joint one. <laughs> Is she gonna let you have one? I'm going to Boston. She's going to New York. Mm-hmm. What, Good. Any, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. Any comment on that? Any, That's any sad, advice? Bro. My comment is that I will be at a couple shower during the Florida State and Syracuse game. So if FSU I, I, somehow I, I, wins, I will not watch a game the rest of the year. I've never heard of a couple shower that includes a man. Well, do the couples just make up women? I don't. I don't know. I've, I've never. I don't know. There's a couple, a singular person now. <laughs> Someone think, tell us in the chat in this podcast. <laughs> someone tell us in the chat. Someone, someone tell us in the chat. Whoa, Kenny Wart. Whoa, whoa, Kenny. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where was that at? Kenny, 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 Kenny. What a, the War Chiefs? War Kenny. The the marching chiefs. I understand where we're going, where we're going, where we're trying to head. We can't even spell Kenny right, so. <laughs> Come on, that's how Kenny spells his name. Uh, Nick said, get this man, Dustin, a man purse. Correct. Correct. Didn't you see my picture on Twitter? <laughs> I already have one. Oh, he does have one. Danny says, I'm with Nate. Oh, Dustin, you're getting ripped. We got to get off here. I didn't, I, this wasn't my decision. Like, I, I'm on <laughs> your guys' side. Is. I'm on your side. <laughs> Everyone out there, this I'm is, with you. Hey, if you don't stop it now, it's going to be a rough, rough road to hoe for you, buddy. <laughs> He's got to fight pretty, back. Pretty Sorry, seriously, bro. like, Dustin, where are you going? I'm um, going to the bathroom. No, you're not. Now without my permission. <laughs> Hey, uh, the biggest that gonna, bad, then we'll have to address uh, it for sure. I, I, I'm going to go cover practice. No, you're not. You didn't ask. For, you didn't ask me. <laughs> hey, good thing practice happens while she's at work. So, freedom. <laughs> freedom. <laughs> you, you, you still freedom. got time, Dustin. You still got time. Uh, I think I got uh, three months. Three months and one day, boys. 
you're already you're already whipped though. So that's gonna get even. Yeah, will it get worse? Will it get? What's gonna <laughs> What's gonna change? Like, <laughs> no, you did say that once you're married, it's you're gonna be. Oh, you're off the hook. You're good. It's all done. I don't think it's that's yeah, the your case. Yeah, kind of like in. Where's a hat so I can call Cap? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, guys, let's get let's get off of here. Yeah, now I'm having too much fun. I've had like no sleep, but it's always fun to mess with Dustin. But uh, yeah, me and Noah will be covering the game. You guys watch out on Twitter. We have live updates there. We'll have an instant uh, game recap, and then we'll jump on here on Saturday evening and do an instant reaction, hopefully on my side of things, Florida State wins so I can be the right one and the smart one here, but we'll see. I hope so, man. I hope so. I'm, I hope I'm, hope I'm right in all phases and aspects. But everybody, thanks so much for hanging out with us. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that like button right now. If you haven't, it's free. It helps support us and goes out to more FSU fans. Helps the YouTube algorithm get it out there to more people. So hit that like button. Subscribe too if you're new. Definitely welcome everybody hanging out with us. If you're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, subscribe, leave, leave a review. Anything on any, any no game day announcement? Anything? Lots of content. Twenty two pieces this week. Season. Yep. Travis Hunter. Any last any last things on Travis Hunter? Nate. Well, you know, I mean, when you had the greatest recruit of all time, committed, you know, the 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 future's bright. So. Love it. Love it. Always love in and on that. All right, everybody. Wish Justin Lewis. Good luck in his uh, couple shower. What kind of dress you wearing? Blue with the uh, polka dots. Okay. <laughs>